This week on Trending in Tesla, Tesla releases its parts catalog for the Cybertruck with some prices that might surprise you. And the US tax credit is completely stripped away for some of the more popular Teslas, leaving behind some very strange price variations. And Elon Musk is starting a university in Austin, Texas with quite the rack, and I'm not talking about a roof rack. All that and more starts right now. All right, well, welcome back. This is probably our last podcast of the year for 2023, but I wanna get right into it because there's so much news going on this week. And let's start out with the parts catalog that was released for the Cybertruck. That's pretty big news. Yeah, some interesting information coming right out of it. This is hot off the press, and I love the info we're getting here because things like the front fender, about $550 on the Cybertruck. Now, these are just the parts. This doesn't take into account the labor costs, yeah. but I imagine the labor costs might be a little bit less because there's no pain there's on no the pain involved yes again another unique setup with the Cybertruck so I will say that massive glass windshield is about nineteen hundred dollars yeah and um, that one is pretty expensive but it will probably take a specialized machine in order to replace that giant piece of glass and hopefully you know it's the armored glass it's not going to break so hopefully that's something that will last that's a good point yeah I know the model X front windshield which was one of the largest on the market until this comes around uh, was about $1,500, $1,600. So yeah, this goes kind of one step above that as well. Now, I wonder if insurance will still give you glass coverage for the oh. Cybertruck windshield because sometimes you can get that for as little as $1. And in this case, it definitely would be worth it. That's very true. On the Model X, we were able to get it for a dollar. And I just don't think that, you know, they, they think glass is that big of a deal. But obviously on certain vehicles, Tesla Model X specifically, it's a big deal. And moving on to some of the other parts inside of the catalog. Yeah, Kim, check this out. We're talking about the front steering actuator on the Cybertruck. The price for that is $3,300. Of course, this is the steer by wire steering that we're talking about. The unique setup here with the Cybertruck. And then how about that four foot long wiper arm and blades? How much do you think that is? Well, I saw it listed for $75, but then I'm hearing that it's actually gonna be a little bit more. Yeah, with parts and labor, it comes out to about $165 to replace that blade. That is pricey. I know most blades are 30 to 50. Well, hopefully that's not something that will need to be replaced a lot. I know there's a lot of engineering that has gone into that wiper blade. But it is giant. I mean, it's huge. <laughs> is it engineering one. or is it just sheer size? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, you yeah. know, it does It does what it's supposed to do and you don't have to replace it. It's not going to be one of those things where you're able to walk into like a car store and I mean, buy it. If like, you're in California, you're probably not replacing it as often as if you're in, you know, other parts of the country. That's true. And there are some interesting things if you live in a cold climate that you will probably care about. Yeah, this was not officially announced by Tesla, but it was officially hinted at within this parts catalog. And we're talking about the Cybertruck front bumper camera, which now looks to be heated. So that will definitely help with full self-driving, having that camera being heated during the winter months. You don't want that thing to ice over. There are also a couple other Easter eggs though inside of the vehicle. The cup holders in the rear seat, they actually show them to kind of be Cybertruck shaped and yeah. no one had ever seen that before. And then also if you're doing like a DIY and you're tearing up your car, there's a Cybertruck that's actually stamped inside the panel of the rear seat of the Cybertruck that it shows in that catalog. Again, these are just fun little things that yeah. no one knew about before, before this was released. <laughs> Tesla hadn't said anything. And you know, when I think about this, once people get inside and kind of take the truck apart, Sandy Monroe namely, you're going to find Easter eggs all over that truck. We saw it with the Model 3 when we took certain parts apart where you're able to see those three symbols that indicate the three that initially was going to be the Model E. 
So that's stamped all over Teslas that are kind of hidden from the consumer, really. So that's yeah. going to be interesting. So my question for you is, do you think that, that they're asking too much for these parts? Do you think that it's too expensive? I do think they're pricey. Now, if it's as durable as people say it is going to be, then these are extreme scenarios that are not going to require that much replacement of. So that's to be seen. Wiper blades, I don't know. I think that's going yeah. to be pretty frequent if you live in a rainy spot. I kind of disagree with you. Okay. I think that the price is probably expensive for these parts. I think that they are unique pieces that they've put into the Cybertruck, and I don't think that they're trying to upcharge that much for them. Okay. I think that they're kind of giving them a cost. I'm curious what you guys think. Now, typically, when we talk about OEMs, a lot of times they make their money yeah. off of replacement parts. <laughs> I've heard stories of people going in for a key fob and paying $5,000 for like a key fob. Yeah. I don't know. It's expensive, but I think, you know, these are, there's a lot of engineering that went into these pieces. Where was this $5,000 key fob? I'm still stuck on that. You know, I was reading the comment <laughs> section on, you know, one of these articles and somebody was talking about their vehicle, their key fob was $5,000. I mean, but, if you've got like a $200,000 car, yeah, those parts become that expensive. But anyways, let us know if you have horror stories or what you think about the prices in the catalog. And moving on, I do want to talk about the crumple zone inside of the Cybertruck. So we saw it in person. They yeah. actually had a crashed Cybertruck there. We saw it completely smushed up yes. inside there. But there's been a lot of talk because it apparently has a smaller nose, a smaller front trunk. Yes. So people want to know, is it still safe? And actually, Tesla has gone on X and they responded. Yeah, Tesla actually responded saying, it's not about the size of your crumple zone, but it's about how you use it. When in a high-speed collision, Cybertruck's front underbody casting is designed to break into small pieces. This helps reduce occupant impact by absorbing and dispensing that energy. So again, it's kind of a different way of thinking because of the design of the exoskeleton and the body of this truck. So that smaller size yeah. doesn't necessarily so translate. So size doesn't always matter <laughs> is what they're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the motion of the ocean. <laughs> And with the Cybertruck, the reservation holders out there are definitely starting to place their orders and we're starting to see some interesting findings. Yeah, footage from Joe Tegmeyer, the drone operator there, got pictures, got video. You can see the stickers that are kind of labeled for these trucks to go out for delivery. I believe someone counted them, 23 Cybertrucks. So we know they're around the corner, probably going to deliver all those at the end of this year if they can get them out there. That's really, really exciting. I'm curious if, if that's something, if they're there, are they ready to go? Is that something we're gonna start seeing in the next week, in the next month? Yes. Um, also, I have an exclusive interview I did with Joe Tegmeyer talking about how he gets all this drone footage. So if you wanna check it out, go check out our Patreon. It all goes back to supporting this channel. Plus we have some interesting things up yeah. on there for you guys. Yeah, one-on-one Q and A's with Kim and I and other early release access to footage and podcasts as well. All right. So with the Cybertruck, we are seeing that there is now a $1,000 deposit for reservation holders that are serious about keeping yes. the reservation. Yeah, this is different from your order fee. This $1,000 deposit goes towards the purchase of your truck. And if you do want this, they want to kind of make sure you're going to configure this and take this order as soon as possible. And then it goes in towards the purchase of and the truck. And it's non-refundable. So if you change your mind, Tesla gets to keep that $1,000. But yeah. what I like about this is, you know, obviously there was this massive list of reservations. It was only a hundred dollar refundable deposit. Yeah. Lots of people were like, well, I don't know. Let me just put it down. This is going to kind of weed those people out. We're going to see 
you know, have a better idea of the people that actually want it yeah. and when they'll be able to take delivery That's of it. Point. And for the people that are taking delivery of their Tesla, that $50,000 lawsuit verbiage in the contract is back. <laughs> so you it can't is. try to take delivery and flip it, at least not during the first year. Something to think about right there. Now, if you take it early, a year from now, there's still gonna be people though waiting. And I feel like there's always a way to get around these sort of contracts. I don't know if you can do a lease to own, with cars but you know there's different ways to get around it yeah. i've i've said before my thoughts on that i don't i don't like it i think that you should be able to do what you want to do with your vehicle if you want to flip it then flip it but it, it's i think it's a personal decision i'm just not a fan of it so let us know what you guys think down in the comments below all right kim some big news here when it comes to tesla's getting maybe a lot more expensive here in a couple of weeks some news coming in from the ira removing some models of tesla completely from the tax credit potential there the 7500 tax credit recall last week we mentioned it had dropped to 3750 for the rear wheel drive model 3 and the long range model 3 New announcement in the last couple of days says it is now down to $0 for those two variants because they source parts from namely China and the IRA is kind of trying to incentivize those parts coming in from the United States. So it's those LFP batteries. That LFP are being batteries made in and other parts and minerals that are even used in the long range Model 3. Okay. The performance so, doesn't get impacted though. So now what is the price of the performance versus... Yeah, that's where it, it gets interesting. This is yeah. really interesting. And we actually reached out to our friend Dobson, the Uber driver, let him know all this stuff was happening. Got so many messages from you guys telling us, let Dobson know with all this uh, changes in place here. But here's what's happening. I think Tesla will have to make some significant price changes beginning on January 1st because the Model 3 in some variations now becomes more expensive than the Model Y or very close to it. These price variations that almost certainly are going to change and Tesla's going to have to drop some prices, increase some prices elsewhere, is looking at the Model Y rear wheel drive because that car, after the $7,500 tax credit, is effectively $36,000. Now look at the Model 3 rear wheel drive. It doesn't have a tax credit moving forward. It's a $39,000 car. It's actually more expensive than the Model Y. So personally, if I was in the market for a Model Y, I would jump on this right now because they're definitely going to be doing some kind of price adjustment because yeah. it just doesn't make sense right now. I think so. Yeah, Kim, the Model Y long range, which includes the $7,500 tax credit, is going to be about $41,000. Now look at this. The Model 3 long range is going to be $46,000. It doesn't include a tax credit. That's the pricing as of right now going into January 1st. So again, you can't have Model Y be cheaper than Model 3. We know almost certainly that's going to be flipped around a little bit. And even the Model Y performance gets a tax credit. So that's down to $45,000 where other Model 3s are awfully close <laughs> to that performance Model Y. It's very interesting um, with these new guidelines. And, and did you see this as well? The Model Y potentially now in the last few hours coming into the mix as a possibility to lose its tax credits but as well. we don't know if the Model Y uses LFP batteries. They never specifically said anywhere yeah. if they use them or not. That's kind of been the mystery. A lot of people think the Model Y rear wheel drive does use LFP batteries, but our friend, the Uber driver, Dobson reached out to Tesla specifically inquiring about that variant as he was trying to possibly get one of those and asked about the LFP batteries. And they said, no, the Model Y rear wheel drive does not have LFP batteries. But again, Tesla's using the word now likely going to lose its incentives for Model Y yeah. going into 24. I don't know if they're using that loosely to kind of push also, sales. Also, this was someone that works in the store. That's we know point. that those people are not always 100% knowledgeable with everything. Sometimes they just say certain things. So this is, you know, hearsay. It's not coming from 
Tesla's website. It's not coming from Elon. It's yeah. not coming from X. It's, it's, you know. That's a fantastic point. And we've seen that prove to be true if you, if you take those words yeah. too, <laughs> too seriously. Regardless, there will be some big price changes coming this next year. Um, but talking to Dobson, going back to him, our friend, this is the Uber driver. Hopefully you guys have seen that series we've made with him. But Uber and Tesla have announced a unique partnership where yes. they're offering up to $3,000 off for Uber drivers if they take delivery this year. So they have about, what, two weeks? <laughs> yeah, we texted Dobson right away, told him about this, so he's looking into it as well. Yeah, what's essentially going to happen here is that Tesla is going to offer its inventory Model 3s and Ys to Uber drivers if the Uber drivers purchase it through that kind of market share website that Uber has set up. And if they get these vehicles, they can qualify for as much as $3,000, depending on the tier they're in. Yes, it depends yeah. on how many rides that you do. Yes. So if, you know, some, it might be $1,000, but anywhere up to $3,000. Yeah. For Dobson, I think it's definitely going to be in that yeah, 3,000 category. Sure. <laughs> You've got to complete 100 rides by February 15th for each of these categories. So yeah, Dobson will do that in so, a couple days. So if Dobson was to take delivery of a new Tesla in the next two weeks, um, he could potentially save $10,000 because he would get the $3,000 yeah. Uber credit, plus he would still get the tax credit. Yes. Um, but going into next year, if he waits two more weeks, he could potentially lose all of that. Yeah, we'll see exactly how the prices change after at that point. But to me, it's very clear that Tesla is right around the corner from bringing those refresh Highland Model 3s to the US. They're kind of offloading everything they've got left. And, and you know the prices on those refresh are gonna go hand in hand with what's happening with Model Y being as cheap as Model 3. Yeah. It's not gonna stay that way. They need to get rid of inventory. So who out there is getting a new Tesla for Christmas? <laughs> That's the question. And with the big bow on top of it, I've always wanted that. I've never got the bow. Yeah, I don't know hint, if Tesla's hint, done that hint. for a minute. <laughs> Stop. All right, so who out there remembers Elon joking about Tits University? <laughs> Can we say that? I don't know. Bleep. <laughs> I think you can say anything on YouTube, right? That's true. That's true. Because we're not talking about these. We're no, talking, no, no, no. what are we talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, years ago, it was October of 2021, one of those random Elon tweets at one in the morning. He goes on Twitter and he says, I'm thinking of starting a new university, Texas Institute of Technology and Science. Of course, the comments ate it up and everyone thought he's joking acronym at that time he was doing a lot yeah. of the 420 69 jokes he went on with another tweet right after that saying it will have epic merch <laughs> universally admired tuition is in dogecoin and you get a discount if you have a dog so i thought he was joking yes like it was just like one of these random like he's <laughs> high or something jokes but it seems like it's really happening now yes yeah, so there is now tax filings for elon musk starting a university in Austin, Texas. And according to the tax filings that from Elon went directly to a charity that he has called The Foundation, this new institution got roughly $100 million from Elon Musk. It will start with a STEM-focused primary and secondary school and then possibly transition into having universities so this, available. Yeah, this is what confuses me is everyone's talking about a university, but it's starting really with the primary. Yes. With the primary, so like grade school basically yeah. is what that is. And I believe he has his own school where his kids go. Yeah, to, it he's keeps kind of popping up, up on my one. like Instagram and TikTok feeds with like, oh, I went in for a class meeting or an Elon Musk came in, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So apparently he's taking that and... And rolling with it and going now. To this university. So I'm kind of curious, honestly. <laughs> like one of my kids would love to someday work for Tesla or SpaceX, and I could see him being super interested yeah. in a school like this. But is it worth like picking up your life and moving to a, whole, a different city, or will they franchise it out? 
Yeah. I can see them it be becoming something that they franchise out. The fact that he's going through with it is just mind-blowing. And maybe I shouldn't be mind-blown because we've seen him say so many things and eventually end up going forward with it, regardless of what the opposition or even what on people on his team are, are telling him not to do. But um, and, and watch him, you know, get tons of admissions initially and then sell the merch at an insane rate. Honestly, as a parent, I'm, I, I think it's fantastic. I am kind of fed up with our school system here and the way things are run. So I would love to see something completely different where kids are actually learning and inspired. And, you know, I think that he's a great person to do that and inspire. He's inspired us. I mean, we have this channel because of him. So imagine like young kids, you know, having that. You know, people don't like just idolize. I want to say one more thing, and I know you're like over this, but <laughs> I feel like nowadays, you know, when I was growing up, we idolized movie stars, and nowadays people don't really do that as much. You know, people don't watch TV the same way. They don't yeah. watch movies the same way. But to be able to look up to these big CEOs of companies and people who have changed the world, like that's what I want my kids yeah. to aspire to be. Some some would argue some of his antics are not aspiration worthy, but okay. I mean, yeah, you've got to. You got to see both sides. I know, but look at a lot of these like Hollywood actors no, or for like, sure. you for know, sure. athletes, like no one's perfect, right? That's for sure. And we know Tesla always makes for good headlines. And right now the headlines are all about a major recall with Tesla Autopilot. Two million vehicles. That's the headlines. And you know what? I was on the Weather Channel app this morning. One of the meteorologists popped up on screen and was reading the news segment for the day. And it was all about the autopilot. Of course, they talked about Model 3, showed a Model S, kind of shows you the yeah, little... The naysayers <laughs> are having their moment right They're, now. They are having their moment. But it, what's fascinating about this, and we've talked about it within the Tesla community and owners as well. But of course, a lot of Tesla owners will tell you that most of these recalls are almost always related to a software update. Look at the verbiage, though, from NHTSA here. They go on to say in short that in certain situations when auto steer is engaged and a driver misuses the features such that they fail to maintain responsibility or are unprepared to intervene or fail to recognize if the feature is canceled or not engaged, there may be an increased risk of collision. Now, of course, you know, to you and I, we're like, yeah, duh, of course, that's going to happen yeah. if you're not paying attention. But there have been some situations. I actually read this and I thought about it for a second because we do have full self-driving. And there are a couple times where it disengages and for a second, you don't quite realize yeah. that it's disengaged. So well, we disengage it without yes. fully realizing it. So then you're going, it's... It's, you're not you're steering yeah. without realizing that you're in charge of steering, but it's still accelerating. It's on a its own. second. There's like a second there where it it, it kind of takes your brain a second to register. Yeah. So I can kind of see like why they're doing this, and I think that it is a good thing. Um, it's it's something that I've definitely felt and noticed. Yeah. It really needs to be a change in the verbiage of recall, and you know Tesla has been mm -hmm. working with NHTSA for about two years. But it probing. makes great headlines. So why would <laughs> they change it? I mean, people are clicking yeah. on that. With NHTSA probing into Tesla, looking at over, I think it was about 11 autopilot-related crashes where the vehicles drove into emergency vehicles and trying to analyze all this stuff. What's fascinating is that almost every single Model 3, X, and Y on the roads are going to be affected by this, except if they were built after December 7th. Tesla's already pushed the software update to these very brand new off-the-line vehicles, so they don't have to worry about it. But I wonder moving forward, if with software-related recalls, if there can be something done where these are done internally, Tesla just announces, hey, your software is going to be updated to meet these changes that make your vehicle more safe, which we get all sorts of updates that make our vehicle more safe. Yeah. But as soon as you put recall on it, millions it's the of articles. It's the verbiage. Yeah. But, you know, 
I mean, it would be great. We need to come up with a new word for that. That's yeah. not recall because it's not like you're having to go in anywhere and fix an actual part. It's it's completely different. Just like an update with your phone or your computer. But it's great that you're able to improve it because again, these are things that we've noticed. Yeah, Apple probably recalled hundreds of millions of phones this year with software updates they sent to their phones. But of course- But Apple, a phone <laughs> is not going to potentially okay. kill you. So I think maybe you can't quite compare a phone okay. to a- a vehicle but and you know there have been some car crashes in the last year that have definitely made headlines some big court cases they've settled with tesla tesla hmm. you know not being at fault for those but i think that it does make you take a closer look at what's happening in autopilot and why these people are having these accidents and it's just that system of checks and balances which i'm great that we have because it just causes these improvements yeah, I think what bothers us probably and a lot of people that are in tune with what's happening within Tesla is this usage of. You don't like the connotation associated with the word recall. Yeah, that's but... that's because it, it is completely off, you know, hands off sort of approach for the owner. Yeah. And I understand it makes the vehicle safer. It's essentially going to give you, you know, more chimes, more notifications and more direct messaging possibly on the screen in front of you to say, you're you're not an autopilot or something. Well, just like, like that. with any clickbait, hopefully, if you, when people actually do click on it, they read the whole article or they watch the whole story and learn that hey, this is not like a full recall. I'm curious what you guys think out there. How do you think this hurts Tesla or do you think it helps Tesla? Let us know down in the comments below. And in terms of just full self driving and safety, you know, obviously having a robot do everything. <laughs> Not obviously, but having a robot do everything in the future could potentially be safer than having human drivers. Yeah. And Tesla's going all in with Optimus. They have a new video right now with Optimus 2.0 out there where they've really done a lot of work with the hands of Optimus. So the yeah. video actually shows Optimus pulling out an egg from a carton, carton, grabbing the egg, and the fingers move like a human. It's sort of weird and creepy to watch. I feel like the upper body feels so realistic, but then the lower body, when he's walking around, it, he almost walks like he has to go poop. <laughs> like, I feel like he's like constipated and just like, oh, I gotta make it to the bathroom. So definitely there still needs to be work on like the gate of Optimus if we want to make it more human-like. It'd be interesting to see him going upstairs, you know, mm. some more yoga, different things like <laughs> that. Um, but it's a super cool video. So definitely check it out. How far away do you think we are from having like a working prototype that they will actually, I mean, we have a working prototype, but something that they'll actually be able to sell. I think 10 years is kind of being on the safer side, but you know, this is, yeah, it's going to change the world yeah. in a lot of ways if it happens. And Elon Musk has said, this is going to be Tesla's biggest money-making potential yeah. right there. Not even full self-driving, which for a long time we thought FSD was, because you know, the, the masses think, the outside of the, the Tesla masses think that Tesla just makes cars, but then there's the software, then there's the autopilot self-driving, which we initially thought yeah. was the moneymaker, the robots. I think it'll be less than 10 years because I'm just thinking of, what was it, like during Investor Day 2020, we had this person dressed up as a robot. <laughs> and now just, you know, two years, three years later, he's able to like pick up eggs and not crunch them. And like the hands move so well, like Optimus could actually fold laundry right now. I want to see autopilot and full self-driving become better. That's, yeah. you know, a lot of people will, yeah, it's, it's a different thing. But once that improves at the leaps and bounds that Elon Musk has been saying it will improve for all these years, 
then I'll buy into the robot doing what we think so it's going to do. So that's kind of like a whole other thing. Do you think that Elon has too many, like, too <laughs> yeah. many companies? He's trying to do too much and you'd like him to focus in on one? But it's not like Elon is the one doing everything, right? He just oversees it. He just has to hire the right people. What do you guys think? Let us know down in the comments below. So that is it for the week. Obviously, there has been a lot of news Um Definitely more out there that we could discuss. I feel like we could go on and on forever. Um, but these were the stories that really, I think, sparked interest in us and hopefully in you as well. So definitely leave, leave some comments. Let us know if there's anything else that we missed that you wanted to discuss more. Get it going in the comments down below. And I really want to take a minute and thank our Patreon members for making videos like this one possible. I'm going to go ahead and read their names. Special thanks to Sergey, Tony Beckwith, Ken Hoffel, Greg Miller, Bridget Wade Brooks, Greg Sharmetta. And also a huge thanks to our top tier members. Those are Seiki Payne, Jesse Seastrand, Sirward7, Martin Sprouged, Scruffy J. Netterherder, Gary Burgess. And a special thanks to our newest members, Trip Taylor Sherry, Eric Wilden, Bill Lowe, Ray Monigold, Mike Malice, Arthur Wegener. You got all the easy names this week, Kim. I did. I did. <laughs> so definitely go check out our Patreon. And if you want to see a struggle, you can come up with a funny name on there. And we will probably read it out loud. So just, just you can be PC. creative. <laughs> I'll make PC. sure those are the names that he reads, though. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching this video. And we will catch you next year. Thanks. Can we, like, just finish it up and yeah. send a text? I'm not down. Test the okay. face, which is that to get in this podcast in January and also Firezod are saying that when they use um, this uh, robot footage they're getting flagged by Univision the Spanish channel as as copyrighted and it's blocking their video so Tesla fixed text the next message this and said just be careful using that footage and when you talked about it and think we're going to talk about that I'm just asking, I didn't you I'm don't asking. really have to say you guys should go check it out okay because if I show any clips yeah. of it it might cause issues yeah that's fine don't then okay